0: Welcome to episode number 14 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. So happy that you joined us here. My name is Mike Mason, I'm your host, and we have another double whammy this week. I talked to Nate and Kara from PACT, who took something that is the bane of almost every parent's existence and are putting it into a way that is much, 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 much easier to manage. That's right. I'm talking about making lunches. I also talked to Heather Klein, who told me about a new language. Not a new language in terms of it was just created, but one that some of our listeners may not know anything about, and that language is Yiddish. Also welcome Talia back for her review of Finding Dory, and of course, 4 Plus One. Hope everyone's having a great start to their summer. Talk to you at the end of the show. It's four plus one, the top four songs requested in my Toyota Sienna, plus one I try to get my kids to listen to. This week coming in at number four is Blueberry Pie by Bette Midler from the album Every Child Deserves a Lifetime.
1: Blueberry pie, you walk somebody-
0: Number three is the Skyler Sisters from the Hamilton soundtrack. That's right, Hamilton has even gotten to my four and a half year old daughter, Eliza, who just loves Angelica, hearing. Eliza!
2: city just to watch all the guys. Work, work. Angelica, work, work. Eliza, and Peggy. Work, work. The Skylar Sisters. Angelica,
0: Peggy.
3: Eliza.
0: Number two is Butterfly Away by the Harmonica Pocket. I had a great chat with Keith from the Harmonica Pocket that's going to come out in just a few weeks, and I think that this song is beautiful. Number one is Are You Ready for the Summer by Lisa Loeb. That's right, that Lisa Loeb from her album Camp Lisa. Are you
3: ready for the summer? Are you ready for the sunshine? Are you ready for the birds and bees? The apple trees and a whole lot of food around. Are you ready for the summer?
0: And the plus one this week is Cherub Rock by the Smashing Pumpkins. I still remember when I was 15 years old and I stayed up late to watch 120 Minutes on MTV, and that was the show with all of the alternative music videos, and this one came on, and I thought, what are these weirdos doing in the woods? And why is this song so awesome? Enjoy. Enjoy. for listening to 4 Plus 1. Hope you found something that you enjoyed in there. You can find all of this music on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify Music. Please support these artists. Welcome to the Good Stuff Kids podcast, two of the founders of something called Pact. I'm on with Kara and Nate. How are you guys today?
4: Hey, good, thanks.
0: Great, how are you? I'm doing really well. Thanks for asking. Thanks for taking some time to uh, to be with me today. Um, so PACT, tell me what is PACT?
4: So PACT is um, all about bringing families fresh custom lunches uh, directly to their door. Um, we make everything so that a mom can really pick what's important to her, Um and her kids when it comes to health and food, um, that's the customization part. Um, and then by delivering directly to their homes, um, we're allowed, um, or able to, um, have everything made in a kitchen by our chef. It's all freshly prepared. And then it's right at your door. You can put it in your fridge, um, and you have lunch ready to eat when you are.
0: Well, I do, like, I do like lunch. I do like lunch a lot, so that sounds great. Mark, Nate, yeah, Nate, go ahead. Trying to solve
2: the problem, you know, of Kara's got two little kids, you have three little kids, of, uh, you know, parents want to give their kids healthy food and they really don't have the time, energy, or know-how, it's a stressful thing, and we're starting with kids' lunch because it's a massive problem that's faced by millions of parents all across the country every single day. Parents, parents hate packing their kids' lunch, it's a time, and energy, and every kid wants something different. Kids don't eat the lunches their
0: parents pack them, oh. and this school solution is just a horrible solution. Let me let me give you a personal anecdote, okay? Speaking exactly to, to what you both have just said, so I made a deal with my wife because I hate making lunches so much i will i will clean the kitchen i will wash the table i'll sweep the floor i'll do all the dishes as long as she makes the lunches and now she's started to hate making the lunches for all the reasons that you said so i think you guys are on to something i think that the uh the greatest challenge facing parents these days is potentially lunch um so you mentioned that there's a chef that makes all of the all of the lunches that you guys um delivered can you tell me a little bit who is the chef what's the chef about
4: Uh, So, we're actually working with a um, food scientist to develop um, our recipes, um, which we'll be rolling out for our back-to-school lunch. Um, And the food scientist um, has been a great addition, um, really, to help us understand freshness and what foods can go with what to just maintain um, the maximum Shelf life uh, once the food is delivered to the home.
0: And you mentioned uh, freshness and and shelf life. That's a really important piece of this for you all. And I noted on your website, it said that everything that you all do, it's not the idea is to eat it, right? The idea is to to use it within like two or three days because it's not like something like a lunchable, which can sit in the you know on the shelf forever, but rather this is like the real deal
2: no that- we're we're trying to sort of recreate the lunch bowl, but yeah. it's a customized modular lunch bowl for you know as you know, you have three little kids, I'm sure they all have extremely different taste palates, right so there's no the one size fits all model doesn't work anymore mm-hmm. so we allow kids to to eat what they want and to customize you know their lunches because that's something that they do every single day and they don't have the ability to do that in a normal
0: normal situation nice um so you said, you said some words I didn't understand modular. How is, how is lunchtime modular?
2: So we surveyed about, a almost a thousand moms, um, formally and informally over last summer. And we found that the vast majority of them packed the same four or five categories in their lunch, right? There's a main, there's a fruit, there's a vegetable, sometimes a dessert, a crunch. Um, So what we've done is take those four or five categories and build our curated packs and then allow people to customize uh, within those modules, within those four or five modules and build their own uh, based on their dietary preferences.
0: Excellent. So you're keeping – or you're taking dietary restrictions and preferences pretty seriously from what it looked like. There's – there's a link on the. I'm not going to give away all of the secrets on the the eatpack.com website, but there is a a button to push for um, if you have allergy concerns, right? So you guys are taking that seriously. Um, Absolutely, cool. You know,
2: we you can't even eat peanut butter in school anymore, and that was really the only thing I ate. Right. Uh, and you know, Kara's kids aren't allowed to bring it to school.
0: Yeah. So what's the what's the solution then for uh, for for the schools? Because almost every school is nut free at this point. So what have you all done to sort of circumvent that?
4: So all of our lunches are nut and tree nut free. And then by creating the modular system, as Nate was just speaking about um, and allowing parents to customize, um, it really gives them the opportunity to create something based on their own dietary and allergy preferences. Um, So if, uh, gluten is important to you. Um, you can create a gluten-free pack. If you can't have dairy, um, you can make a selection to not have cheese on your sandwich. Um, we're just trying to make it as versatile um, as possible um, so that we can meet all those different allergy and dietary preferences that families are faced with every day.
0: Great. So, so where at this point, where is Pact available?
2: Uh, we're all across the Chicagoland area. Um, we've delivered really everywhere from you know 25 miles north of Chicago, west of Chicago. We decided to, you know, we're really in beta mode right now, so we uh, honed down our delivery area a little bit, but we're mm-hmm. going to be relaunching all across the Chicago area, come back to school in August. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we are about to unveil a custom packaging solution, which is incredible. And that I'll also ship, out, ship it, you know, really across the Midwest. And then hopefully we'll get out to California and the East Coast soon as well.
0: Well, we'll we're ready to bring you to California. Believe me, please. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so how do you all know each other?
2: Um, so Kara and Rebecca have known each other since they were little. And I met, we met about a year ago um, through, I'm in business school and Rebecca's in business school. Through business school we met. Uh-huh. And we really hit it off and the three of us complement each other really well and um we've spent a lot of time together over this past year and uh-huh. become more like family than than strangers that we were a year ago.
0: Uh-huh. Awesome. And Carrie, you and Rebecca grew up in the Chicago area as well?
4: Yes, yeah, we're from um Inverness.
0: Okay. I don't even know where that is.
4: Valentine, <laughs> Barrington area. Oh, lovely. Um, yeah, we've known each other since we were five. Um, oh. We went to the college together. Um, we've done everything together. So, wow. it's been so fun to to work with her, and of course Nate as well, and take on this challenge as a team.
0: Yeah. Well, shout out to Rebecca, who's not on the call, but we like what you're doing. Totally like what you're doing. So let me um, let me ask you some some. Questions just off the top of my head about packed. okay? If I were to order a packed lunch for a week, how many different things would I be able to get? Is it configurable in that way? Like yeah. every day something different?
2: We have four or five curated packs on the site and Kara can tell you about those recipes. But with the modular combinations, you could theoretically, there's thousands of different combinations you could build on your own.
0: Ooh, I like the sound of that. <laughs> <laughs> and t- so how does delivery work it, do you have like a processing place like a like a kitchen where someone's i saw something that looked delicious like uh, waffles with sun butter and jelly so is there someone that's just making like tons of sun butter and jelly waffle sandwiches and and then there, like there's a deliverer and like how so how does that work take me through that little bit
4: so we have a kitchen um that right now is located in highland park um and um we've got our chef there who's making um the lunches we deliver on Sundays and Tuesdays. Um and that allows customers to order for the whole week cuz we recommend that the lunches are consumed within 3 days. Um you can have your delivery on Sunday for the start of the week and then again on Tuesday for the back end of the week. Um and um right now it's delivery drivers so um, they pick up from the kitchen, and then we've got our little fleet that heads out and um, goes and delivers to our customers.
0: Amazing. <laughs> so how are you, um, is, there, is there an app? Is there a eat-packed app at this point?
2: Not yet. Uh, so we're in our beta version of our platform. We're about to build version 2.0, and then probably the app will be ready hopefully by early next year.
0: Okay, so maybe when the app is, is good to go and you guys are ready for a full Chicago area relaunch, we can get back together and check in on how things are going. That would be awesome. would love to. Cool. So I wish you all nothing but the best and let me know what I can do on my end to bring Pact to Northern California, specifically to my house, so that we can uh, take advantage of this incredible idea. Um so, how can how can Good Stuff Kids Podcast listeners find out more about Pact?
4: You can follow us. We're on social media, so we'll be sure to uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at ePACT. Pact. Um, visit our website. We have got a newsletter you can sign up for. Um, if you go on our website, you can see the link to the newsletter, and our newsletter is a lot of fun. We. Um, don't just talk about ourselves we talk a lot about just the daily ups and downs of parenthood and try to give tips and tricks and uh, life hacks recipe ideas Um, so um, be sure to sign up and you can um, get lots of uh, great information that way as well
0: awesome so um, this is important my, uh, we had a segment on our last episode um, with my friend Josh, the lawyer, who went to Chicago and had Al's beef for the first time for lunch. So, if to put you two on the spot, if you had to choose your favorite lunch of all time, what would it be?
2: Uh, Kara, you want to start? <laughs> <I> got...
4: oh. <laughs> oh gosh, well. As a Chicagoan, and this isn't going to come across good since I'm trying to promote health here, <laughs> set that aside, uh-huh. a sucker for Portillo's hot dog, that'll that'll get me any day.
0: Mm-hmm. But if you couple your Portillo's hot dog with four days of a packed lunch, then you're then in the I clear, right? Be,
4: then I should be okay. Yeah, you'll be good. Perfect. <laughs> okay,
0: nice. How about you, Nate? Um,
2: I'm going to say a light spinach salad. That's on top of a deep dish pizza.
4: <laughs> saying, hey, that's okay. Too healthy. You're making me feel guilty. Well, no,
0: it was on top of the, and you're gonna put gravy on top of that, Absolutely. on top of the salad. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all so much for your time. I, I really appreciate it. Um, follow packed support packed. If you're in the Chicagoland area, I cannot think of a better thing that you could ever possibly ever be involved in. So, thank you both, and um, we'll talk to you soon.
3: Good Stuff!
0: We're here, live, with a returning guest, a favorite of the Good Stuff Kids podcast, Talia. Talia, it's so good to have you back. How are you today?
3: Uh, good. It's good (laughs) to see you, and thank you for having me back.
0: It is truly and completely my pleasure, and the pleasure of the listeners of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. Can you tell me, what did you do today? I went to Orange Hummus for dinner. Yeah, we ate some I ate all the hummus. You didn't eat any hummus. Yes, I
3: did not. That
0: was a conscious choice, right? (laughs)
3: Yeah. You did
0: not want to. You did not want to eat the hummus. Did you but you had falafel? Mm
3: Mm-hmm, I did. Crunchy. Crunchy. Crispy. Crispy. Delish. Delish. And then
0: you pulled a little bit of a surprise. Because I thought you were going to go with the red pickled cabbage, what you told your dad and I. Yes, that and was what I told
3: you. And then
0: you pulled a fast one on us old guys, <laughs> and you got the Israeli salad.
3: Yes, I did. How was it? It was, I think it was a good choice, yeah. better than the pickled cabbage. Yeah.
0: Um, do you think I ate six, eight, or ten times more than you?
3: Mm, hard, to, hard to decide. <laughs>
0: Well, that was very diplomatic. I'm glad. Thank you for not answering and embarrassing me. Um, it was probably 10. Now, the real reason why we're talking is because you went to the movies, didn't you?
3: Yes, I did. And
0: as our chief primary movie reviewer, yeah. you saw Finding Dory.
3: That is a true fact.
0: Opening weekend.
3: Opening weekend.
0: Okay, I have some questions for you. Okay. Did you love it?
3: I loved it.
0: Did you love it how much?
3: Uh, like eight and a half out of ten.
0: Really? Yeah. Have you seen Finding Nemo? Yeah. Does it hold up?
3: Uh, Finding Nemo is better, but Finding Dory is good for most sequels.
0: For most sequels, as far yeah. as sequels go, it's pretty good. Is it better than Cars Two?
3: That. That's too hard to decide. <laughs> you know, I love Cars
0: 2. Well, right, Cars 2 is great. Finn McMissile, am I right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, now, who is your favorite character in Finding Dory?
3: Um, Bailey is one of Dory's... Uh, well, someone that Dory gets on her adventures. So uh-huh. That's someone that I liked. And um, Destiny is uh, Dory's old friend from when she from when she went to where she used to live uh-huh. and she found an old friend.
0: and, ah. and like, I'm sure that hilarity ensued after that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, part of Dory's shtick, you know what shtick is? Yes. Yeah, part of her shtick is that she doesn't remember stuff and I think yeah. that uh, they, they deal with that in a pretty interesting way from what I've heard. Now, we don't want to give away too much of the movie.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Was it scary?
3: Um, A little bit, because... Story got
0: lost Okay, so. and that can be a little scary mm-hmm. Okay, do you, do you think a seven-year-old could see this movie?
3: I think a seven-year-old could see it mm-hmm. but yeah, I think that's Six-year-old? Maybe, I'm not mm, mm-hmm. iffy Five? Probably not
0: Probably not for five-year-olds, okay um, Now, did you have a movie snack at the movie?
3: Yes, I did. Oh,
0: what did you have for this one?
3: I had um, popcorn Uh and a little Sour Patch
0: Kids. Oh, you're a Sour sour Patch person? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think I should have when I go see it?
3: Probably some popcorn
0: and some Sour Patch But I'm not a sour person.
3: Maybe M&M. Okay, good deal.
0: So, Talia, in your... And your scale of things that are great Mm -hmm. Zero is the worst Mm -hmm. Ten is the absolute best You said that Finding Dory is an 8.5 Do you stand by that? I do Okay, so everyone go see Finding Dory Why? Because Talia said so Thanks, Talia
3: Thank you for having me
0: Anytime Bye-bye
1: Goodbye Good stuff
0: I'm here with Heather Klein Live in studio Heather, how are you today?
1: I'm doing well. Yeah. Doing real well. Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome. Where are you visiting from right now?
1: I'm visiting from Las Vegas, Nevada.
0: Las Vegas. Whoa. Yeah. Interesting. Are you a magician?
1: I'm not. Although sometimes I feel like one when I'm here in San Francisco and then I go back to Las Vegas. Oh,
0: poof. appear and disappear. That's
1: right. I thought everyone
0: in Las Vegas was a magician. That's not true, is it?
1: No, not really. But everyone has, you know, some good skills there, some good magical (laughs) skills,
0: I'm sure. Do you... So you're here, not because you're a magician, but because I know something about you. We've known each other for a little while, and Mm -hmm. I know that you are a very accomplished musician, an incredible singer, but you have this really interesting focus for the singing and music that you do. Can you Mm -hmm. tell me... What, what It's a different language, isn't it?
1: It is a different language. A to-
0: like, not Hebrew, not English, not Spanish, not German, not Russian, not French even. Not French. What What is it called?
1: It's called Yiddish.
0: Yiddish. Tell me, what is Yiddish?
1: Well, the word Yiddish literally means Jewish. So, this is a language that... Your parents and great-grandparents spoke about mm, 70, 80 years ago, fluently, all of them. And they spoke it together, and they came from different parts of the world to come together and speak this language. Really? Yes.
0: What Are there any common Yiddish phrases that people would know?
1: Probably, besides the word bagel, which is actually a Yiddish word.
0: Bagel's a Yiddish word?
1: Bagel's a Yiddish really? word. Really? Yeah.
0: Well, that's kind of amazing. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. What about schmaltz
1: schmaltz schmaltz is like f- i think fat goose fat or duck fat or something <laughs> that's
0: gross <laughs> pretty gross okay so people <laughs> don't need to know that
1: no um
0: so how long how did you start learning yiddish what, what is what is it that drew you to, to speaking and learning yiddish
1: well i got interested in yiddish because i heard a song called romania romania And my grandfather's from Romania, and so I wanted to learn it for his 80th birthday. And so I sang that for him. And then I met a woman a couple months later when I sang it at a music festival that speaks and sings in Yiddish all the time. So I got really interested in learning more about it, and then I decided to sing it myself.
0: So would you say that you speak Yiddish, or is it mostly a musical interest area?
1: That's a good question. I do speak some Yiddish, but I'm not fluent. I understand very well and I write in Yiddish, but I, it's more in the music.
0: Wow. Okay. Please tell me your top five favorite Yiddish words.
1: Ooh, that's a lot of pressure. Um, I guess just the first one that comes to mind is bulbous, uh-huh. meaning potatoes. I just think it's a very descriptive word for something called, you know, for potatoes. Um, I think the next one is probably, <laughs> <It's> okay. <laughs> now you put me on the spot. Yeah, it's okay. You, you can think
0: about it. All right. I'm going to ask you some words. You tell me if okay. they are Yiddish or not. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Spilkis. Yiddish. Yes. Yiddish. Um, genectic
1: Not Yiddish. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. 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 Um, pupik. Um, Yiddish. What, uh, Belly what is button. It? Belly button, okay. Oi gvalt.
1: Definitely Yiddish.
0: Ungi <laughs> Shmungapachk.
1: Definitely not Yiddish.
0: I made that one up. Well, Heather, it's been amazing to, to hear a little bit about Yiddish for you. Would you be willing to sing a little bit, like one... Quick song, maybe something that works for kids or something that you've sang with kids. I know you do a lot of kids-type music. That would be really cool for us and our listeners.
1: Yeah, I have a really good one. In fact, it was the first word I was talking about, this word, bulbes, which means potatoes. So we eat potatoes on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And on Shabbos, we have a potato kugel. So that's the way I'm going to sing it for you guys. So we've got zontek bulbes, tik bulbes. Dienstig und Mittwoch, Bulbes, Donnerstig und Freitag, Bulbes, Schabess in der Novene a Bulbe, Kugelle, Sonntig weiter, Bulbes.
0: Tell me more about the kugula that was awesome thank you heather so heather if people want to learn more about you or or find out more about you how can they how can they connect with you
1: absolutely you can go to my website at www.heatherkline.net
0: heatherkline.net well heather it's awesome to see you thanks for coming in studio and Uh, thanks for doing this it was awesome talking with you
1: my pleasure
0: Zeitgesund (laughs) Zeitgesund I want to thank Nate and Kara from PACT I want to thank Heather for talking with me I want to thank everyone who's listening to the show today everything that you could possibly need that is Good Stuff Kids podcast related can be found at goodstuffpod.com we've got some amazing things brewing so thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next week
3: Yeah.